With huge changes to Flight Centre, the cruise industry still getting slammed. Ensemble exiting Australia and APT taking the government to court. It's been another huge week for the Australian travel industry. I'm Bruce Piper. And I'm Anna Piper. And this is Travel Daily News on the Fly. Well, welcome back to another week of News on the Fly. Over the past week, it feels like not a lot has changed. We still can't travel, we still remain isolated, and we're all pretty much addicted to the Tiger King. But the world keeps spinning, and a lot has actually been happening in the travel industry. So I guess the big news of the week is Flight Centre. This week we've seen them announce the closure of hundreds more stores and raise $700 million in capital. Bruce, can you share with us what's actually happened here? Definitely. Flight Centre looks like they've come through the coronavirus crisis with a big boost to their bottom line, but it has come at a great cost. They suspended their shares from trading about a week ago, and I think they've been scrambling to get some more liquidity into their uh, finances, and they've successfully done it, got the support of the market, but it hasn't been without a great big change to the way that they operate. And what are the specifics of these big changes that they've made? Well, the big shock was that they're going to close a whopping 800 shops across the world. You know, the first announcement that they made just as coronavirus started was 100 shops being closed. Then uh, I think the next week they said, no, we're going to do more. We're going to do 250. Now it's almost 430 shops in Australia and a whole lot more overseas. And for the ones that remain, Flight Centre is really playing hardball with its landlords, renegotiating its uh, rental agreements to get rent-free periods and also reduced trading hours. And are these changes just in Australia? No, look, they're, they're worldwide. Um, Australia is the almost half of the company's global TTV, but certainly in terms of leisure, uh, I think it's much bigger than that. I think that they're pretty much closing down their leisure operations or certainly downscaling them enormously overseas. And in Australia, yes, you know, it's, it's more than uh, 40% of the local shops. What we've seen with Flight Centre in the past has been that it's always been about the number of businesses, individual profit-generating areas uh, where area leaders or whatever are responsible for the profitability of their own business. And so the way to grow has been to have more businesses, more shops, and that just doesn't seem to be the new model in this new world. I think that it's really signalling a big change in the way that Flight Centre operates uh, because that old model of just growth and pursuit of TTV and certainly involving more costs in terms of staff and shop numbers isn't realistic in this new environment. So I guess the big question with all of this is, will this actually work and how will they ever recover from all of this? Look, I think there's no doubt that they'll recover. It's, It's really... They're taking some hard medicine, and you know, really, you've got to feel very sorry for Graham Turner, who is seeing this incredible business that he's created, you know, almost evaporate in front of his eyes. But as a financial analyst said to me, "Screw knows how to make money." Mm. In the announcement, Graham said it was the most challenging period he'd ever encountered, but he also hinted that if it's tough for Flight Centre, imagine what it's like for some of their competitors that aren't so well capitalised or you know, having had years and years of successful trading. I think they'll really get on top of things, and this funding will also mean that Flight Centre is really ready to capitalise on the big rebound that we all know is going to come after the end of COVID-19. Today's episode of News on the Fly is brought to you by Travel and Cruise Weekly. As we're bombarded with more news about coronavirus every day, why not escape the doom and gloom by planning your next trip and inspiring your clients to do the same? 
Travel and Cruise Weekly is a digital travel newsletter and magazine for consumers, designed to inform and excite travellers around Australia, helping them plan their next holiday. Travel and Cruise Weekly is the perfect inspiration, with features highlighting amazing destinations and travel specials that make that dream holiday a reality. The weekly newsletter and quarterly magazine is exactly what you want your clients reading to reignite the travel bug in them. Additionally, Travel and Cruise Weekly can now be white-labelled to direct readers straight to your travel agency for bookings. For some travel inspiration, check out the autumn issue of the Travel and Cruise Weekly magazine. We could all use something to look forward to right now, so let's get planning. Head to travelandcruiseweekly.com.au to find out more. And speaking of the impact of COVID-19, we've also just seen US-based agency group Ensemble drop completely out of the Australian market. What's all that about? Yeah, well, Ensemble launched and initially was really seen as a competitor to some of the other buying groups like Virtuoso or even some of the agency consortia. It's taken a while to get traction, I think it would be fair to say. And I think that the parent group in America has just decided that, you know, like everyone in the current environment, they've got to make some tough decisions. So they're closing their office in Australia and New Zealand. Existing partners, I guess, will transition out of the various ensemble programs. And it's very sad that uh, three people are going to lose their jobs, like many other people in the Australian and New Zealand travel industry at the moment. And then switching to cruise, we've also seen some developments uh, with that whole situation, including ships recently being ordered to leave Australia and the ongoing media hysteria around cruising. Can you give us some clarity on this actual situation? Yeah, look, as I said last week in the podcast, I think there's an absolute media feeding frenzy over cruise as, as we're all looking for someone to blame. In the last week, we have seen cruise ships all ordered to leave the country. And yesterday, the incredible news that this criminal investigation into the Ruby Princess that's being ordered by the New South Wales police is going to involve a, a strike force, I think they're calling it, with 30 detectives, you know, trying to figure out, you know, who's to blame. I mean, really, there's going to be a whole lot of finger pointing. I guarantee the outcome will just be that, you know, we don't, this is an unprecedented situation. People made decisions in the heat of the moment that perhaps weren't the right decision, but were the best decision they could make at the time. And I just think that this investigation is a monumental waste of time and money. Uh, Surely we can do better things than attack the cruise industry. And then what about the passengers and the crew that are still stuck on ships overseas then? Well, there's been some good news there. The anti-cruise ship rhetoric seems to have been dialed back and some rationality has come into it. We've seen Zandam and Rotterdam, the, the two Holland America ships that have, I think have got COVID-19 on board, or certainly um, Zandam did. They've been allowed to dock in Fort Lauderdale or, or, or in Florida, and the passengers are off and heading home. Even the Greg Mortimer that's had a real outbreak. I mean, the reality is you've got to let these people get off the ships. And so they are also heading home. And we've even seen some sense come into New South Wales government, which is allowing the crew on the Ruby Princess to be treated, even though they're not necessarily Australians, you know, let alone the passengers. So that's really good news. And what else has been going on this week? Look, just on that last item of the cruise ships being sent out of Australia, there was an interesting development yesterday where APT confirmed that they were undertaking legal action to challenge 
the government ruling because they've got uh, one of their ships, their, their small ships, the, I think it's the Caledonian Sky, sitting in Darwin Harbour at the moment. It's a, only got capacity for about 100 people. It's, it's quite a small vessel, but still registered in Bermuda, I, be, I believe, and so caught up in this thing. And so, yes, it'll be interesting to see what the outcome of that is. Watch this space, I guess, and, and keep reading Travel Daily and Cruise Weekly for the latest updates. Yes, stay tuned. So moving on to some good news, uh, we at Travel Daily have been talking about how we'll all need a holiday when this is all over. So when this is all over, where are you going to go, Bruce? Look, I don't really know. I think it'll be a long time before we're able to travel through the USA, but that would be what I'd really like. I really enjoy doing a road trip. I've never been to New Orleans, um, so I'd love to explore that part of the USA uh, you know, in a giant yank tank and, you know, the, the music, the food, just, just, I love watching Americans, to be honest. <laughs> what about you, Anna? I would really like to do a cruise around the Galapagos. I think that there is some unbelievable wildlife that we can only see there. I really love biology. I really love science. And so the science nerd in me, would also just really love to see where Darwin saw all the finches and sort of started coming up with these ideas of natural selection. Um, so, yeah, I think a cruise around there would just be incredible, but we'll see. <laughs> um, and so you've been working on a project within our business to sort of help people keep dreaming. Yeah, well, I guess we at Travel Daily really want to help you as travel agents and we want to help keep the world wanting to travel and keep them dreaming about travel. And so we are working with Travel and Cruise Weekly uh, to bring out a new e-mag called Travel and Cruise Weekly Keep Dreaming. From Monday, this will be, sorry, Tuesday, this will be coming out. It's filled with travel inspiration, some beautiful pictures of different destinations around the world and some puzzles with the goal of keeping your clients entertained, but also keeping them thinking about where their next trip might be. So we'll be sending that out to you guys and we'd really love it if you guys send that out to your clients so that when we can get through all of this, they will come and they will book and they will travel the world. We also would really love to hear where you guys would like to be traveling to. So send us an email When this is all over, where will you be going? Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Keep up to date with your daily newsletters from Travel Daily and Cruise Weekly. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We'll be back next week with more news on the fly.